Hello, welcome back to Inspire Babes Let's Chat podcast. Today we are on episode 45. And can I just tell you that this episode is extra special? And let me just tell you why. Okay. So I now am officially a published author. And we ranked number one on Amazon for business and women in only a few hours, right? I'm a co-author with about 15 other women. And the fact that we hit that rank that fast is pretty impressive. And I am super excited to have been able to have that opportunity to be in the book, right? I interviewed it earlier this year. I know I've been talking about it on my uh, podcast for you know this entire year, and now it is finally in my hands, and I have shipped out tons of orders, and I am seriously so grateful for everyone who's ordered a book, and all of you who have not ordered a book and you'd like to, you just can go to micabruin.co, and that's my website, and you can just go and click on it and order yourself a copy, and all of us got to share a little bit about our story in the book, and in there at the end... I guide you to come to episode 45, which is this one, right? That is why it's extra special because it's kind of just leading up to, you know, the aftermath uh, of my story. And, you know, it has been, like I had mentioned, the most humbling experience and super surreal, right? I mean, the fact that I'm a published author is really cool and it's exciting and and it's something, you know, to be proud about. And I um I feel like it's so interesting because I think when you work so hard for something and, you know, you don't see it in front of you right at that moment, you don't think it's real. You're like, oh, it's just, it'll happen. It'll happen, right? So once I got the shipment of all the boxes of the orders, I started opening them and then I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I noticed myself start doing something else. I backed up and I'm like, wait a second holy shit, Micah, sit with this. Look what you just did. Look what you just created. You're a published freaking author in a book. And then I started getting emotional because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is real. This has happened. Holy shit. What an incredible experience. What an incredible opportunity. And I just, I just cried in gratitude. And you know, it was such a good reminder for me to remember, to acknowledge all the accomplishments, whether it's ginormous in your eyes or little in your eyes, no matter what it is, to acknowledge what you just created versus move from one thing to another thing to another thing to another thing, because it doesn't allow you to be present with what you just created and acknowledge yourself, right? I mean, gosh, you want to rewire your brain into all the accomplishments that have just been created by you and versus so busy, go, 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 go from one thing to another. Okay. What can I create now? What can I create now? Da, da, da. Which, Hey, it's good to have goals. It's good to keep shooting for things, right? Because I'm all about that. Like I love just keep creating and thinking of things because that's just my personality. And so that's why in that moment was such a good reminder for me to be like, Micah, let's take a step back, reel it in and acknowledge the shit. And it was so cool. And so I want you to invite you to look at how often in your life do you accomplish something big or little again, whatever that looks like in your eyes. Cause often do you just move to the next thing versus sit with it? 
right? There's some, I mean, take a look, right? Because we all do it. It's what humans do, right? So that was a really um, cool experience for me um, and a great reminder. So with that being said, um, I wanted to read this quote that I had read today, and it's going to go along with the rest of this episode that I'm going to be recording. And and this is what it says, and this is by Elizabeth Gilbert. She's incredible, by the way. Uh, she said, the most interesting moment of a person's life is what happens to them when all their certainty goes away. Then who do you become? And then what do you look for? What's that moment when the universe, or that's the moment when the universe is offering up an invitation saying, come and find me. Now, that is so fascinating reading that. It really spoke to me when I read it today because there's so many people that have gone through breakups, right? Or loss of a job or loss of somebody passing away. Uh, this pandemic, right, is a perfect example of, you know, we had the certainty of life that we had, right? And then all of a sudden, the rug gets pulled from underneath us and we're like, holy shit, who the fuck am I? What am I going to do? You know, what am I looking for, right? My divorce, my, when everything came out, the rug was pulled from underneath me and I had no idea what my life was going to be like in that moment, right? Now, I could have... I could have chosen to become this victim of what had happened. I could have chosen to have anger. I could have chosen to be at war with my ex-husband. Instead, I didn't. I chose peace. I chose co-parenting in a peaceful way, in a loving way, so our kids can feel love on both ends. I chose to become Micah. I chose to wake up to who I am as a woman and own that power to know my worth, to see that worth, to trust my intuition, right? What did I look for? I looked for the good. Any chance I could, I looked for something good and I still look for something good. Again, when things, when your certainty gets rocked and it's no longer certain, Things are uncertain. You have no freaking clue what's going on. You have a choice in that moment of who you want to become and what you want to look for. Right? Because I'm telling you, nobody can tell you who to be. Nobody. Right? You get to own your truth. And that's what I chose. Right? I feel like we've been designed to be programmed in a way, if you think about it, right? By the movies we watch, by what we're taught by our parents in school. Um, you know, we learn at a very, very young age, right? And so it's kind of like we just go through our lives um, just kind of robotic in a way, not even knowing why we're doing half the shit we're doing. <laughs> it's like, and this year has been such a cool year because I think as a collective, a lot of people have been waking up. They've been asking questions. Wait, why do I believe in this? Why am I believing this? Why am I voting for this person? Why do I like this person? Why am I in this religion? Why am I in this relationship? 
right? Like just questioning it all, right? And also knowing that, you know, I feel like um, a lot of people, same with me, this is how I was too, right? And, and, and I'm referring to myself as well when I say a lot of people, including myself, you know, we don't question things. We believe things so blindly based on our conditioning, right? And so it's, it's really important to ask yourself, why am I here? And what do I stand for? Who am I going to be in the world? You know, we see all these people, these influencers, these um, motivational speakers, um, all these authors, you know, all the podcasters, um, you know, healers. We see all of them and they have a purpose and they know that they were here for a purpose to really shift people's lives and alter their way of thinking and being in the world. But I want you to know that you can too. We're all here to make a difference for yourself and for others. And it's so cool because I really want to acknowledge all of you because I know so many, so many people are waking up. They're not believing the things they used to believe. They're questioning. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, once you, once you wake up, right, you can't go back to sleep. You can't. That's not even possible, <laughs> which is really cool, right? And you know, have you ever asked yourself, the man or woman that you are right in this moment, is it something that you created and that you imagined to be and you are that? Or is it just, you're just, you don't even know. You're like, I, I'm Micah, but I don't even know what I am. I don't know who I am. I don't. I don't even know who the fuck am I, right? I've heard that from so many people. They're like, who the fuck am I? But then there's a lot of people that know who the fuck they are. But ask yourself like, wow, who am I? With what I'm creating in my life right now and who I'm showing up as in this world, is that really what I want to do? Or is it because my parents told me that this is the career I should go in or this is what I should be doing or the religion told you this or this or, you know, whatever that may be. Really think about that. Because again, it's all fucking created. Every bit of your life is created. So if you think about it, imagine yourself as like, six years old, seven years old, and you're playing dress ups or you're playing with your toys and you're making all this shit up in your mind, right? Your imagination juices are flowing and you're having the time of your life and you're making whatever you're thinking is so real to you, right? But, but again, you're just making that shit up. You're making it up. But it's like so cool when you're little and you're imagining the most amazing things happening, right? And then when you get older, that stops. Why? Because of programming, right? But what I'm getting at is you can still create that. Just because you're an adult, it's all made up. Everything is made up. So you may as well make it good. Try it on. Play around with it. 
Who do you want to be? Who do you want to show up as? What kind of relationship do you want? What kind of job do you want? What's the difference you want to make in the world? Start asking yourself these questions and start imagining it and visualizing it happen during your meditations. And it's a really cool exercise to do. And so again, I invite you to play in that because it's super fun to do that and to be in that space. And it's so interesting because I look back and for me, I feel like I kind of did things just because I, I, I just, that's what I was told. It's like, you know, you just grow up and as you're younger, you're like, I want to get older. I want to get older so I can get married and have kids and, you know, have this most amazing career. And then once you get to that age, you're like, well, here I am. I found my person. So I think, and, or you really did. And you get married and you have these kids and then it hits you and you're like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I remember in my marriage after I had kids, I'm like, who am I? Am I just this mom that has kids? Like there's no purpose. So I thought, right? I knew there was something more for me. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. But I just kept shutting my intuition off. I just kept shutting it down. I mean, sure, there were moments where I listened and I acted, but I just, I just kept, you know, going to the the religion I was brought up in. And, and even though it didn't feel right, I just kept doing it. And, you know, but I did, like I mentioned in my book, I did start that, that healing journey after I had lost my mom. And so, which was, which was very beneficial with, you know, and it set me up for all the things I went through, you know, over these past 10 years. Right. Um, but it's, but it's just interesting how, you know, we are just doing things because we're told versus do we actually really want this? Is this is what my soul is craving right now? And, you know, it's just something to think about, right? Um, you know, it's interesting because I, I read something the other day and it really resonated with me because of what's going on in the world and how I mentioned, you know, earlier how as a collective people are waking up, right? And I think that most of the time when people are unconscious, they're really easy to manipulate. I mean, you really think about that, right? Think about all the things that are going on in the world and how a lot of people are owning their voice and exposing the truth of certain things that are going on in the world. And people are starting to wake up. They're starting to ask questions. They're starting to dig, you know, um, or it could be with a religion that you're in. It could be with a relationship that you're in. Um, there's so many different things that, um, you know, you can look at, but it's so cool just to see how a lot of people are waking up. And, you know, I talk a lot about in my book, like I had mentioned when the awakening all started for me and I share, a lot of what I went through, I shared a little bit of the pain that I went through. Um, but something I wanted to share with you that really comes, um, it's a really powerful tool that I had been, I've been doing since my, um, separation and what has gotten me through that pain. And it's something called shadow work. And, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it's basically, um, you know, it, it creates more consciousness in your life. 
So, and that's when you, you go into the pain. Think of, here's the thing. Think of something, right, that was really painful. Was it a divorce? Was it a loss of, you know, a family member or a friend? Um, was it um, a breakup? Think of something, right? And that's when you think of that thing and you go into the pain and you allow yourself to feel and you're going to be pulling the pain through, crying, purging. And basically that's peeling back layers of suffering and you're basically unplugging from consciousness, okay, or unconsciousness, right? And so like for me, right, I I got divorced and I, when I found everything out, I was in so much pain. I didn't even know, like I had mentioned, I didn't even know how I was going to get through, you know, everything. I didn't, everything was uncertain. What the hell is happening now? Where, what's going to happen with my house? What's going to happen with my kids? What's going to happen with my finances? What's going to happen with my careers? What the fuck is going to happen? There's so many questions because it was all uncertain, right? And so I forced myself to sit with the pain. I sat in my room and I meditated and I just sat there in silence and I just cried and I cried and I cried and I felt sick. I felt like I was going to throw up, but I allowed myself to feel the pain, right? And it was so intense. It was unbearable because when I had lost my mom, again, in the book, I had mentioned that I, I didn't allow myself to deal. I did not allow myself to deal with the loss of my mom because I took over her very successful business. It was the largest nail salon in Utah. I had just barely gotten married. And, you know, six months into my marriage, uh, you know, I take over this salon. My mom passes away and I didn't even allow myself to feel any emotion at all. And so when I, everything happened with my ex-husband, it was like, it was so intense that the pain that I was feeling and allowing myself to be with, right? How often do we just shut off the pain? How, how often, you know, do we just not allow ourselves to feel anything, right? Because I'm telling you, we, you know, we, if we keep avoiding pain, it's going to shut out all of our consciousness off and it disconnects our intuition. That's what happened to me after I lost my mom. There's no fucking way I was letting anybody in. Although I was newly married. I was like, I can't, I can't let anybody else in. I don't want to get hurt. I can't. Right. So again, when I was doing that shadow work and I was allowing myself to feel and to be, and it was hard. I probably did that for, oh my gosh, probably eight months. Emotions would come up that were so uncomfortable to me. I fucking hated it. But then at the same time, it was so freeing. I found myself getting answers. I found my intuition start being on point. Like things would come to me on a daily of what to do, who to be, do this, do that, right? We have that. But again, 
sometimes we shut it off because of our programming, because of pain, because of loss, all those things that create it, right? And so I want you to think of that one thing that brought you pain. And I want you to sit with it. Give yourself the grace. Give yourself the time to go and be by yourself and sit with it and allow yourself to feel whatever it is you're feeling. Sometimes it's unbearable. But no, you're not alone. And also have a friend or a family member that you know that you can call and share your experience with. Because I've been in many conversations recently with people and they talk about how they were in so much pain and they tried to get through things by themselves and they realized that they had to turn to family and friends. They needed that guidance, right? Everyone's here to support each other and how do you know that somebody, you know, could provide an answer for you, but you also get to do the shadow work and sit and be with it. And then you can call and you can talk and connect with somebody and share the most vulnerable aspects of yourself with somebody because then it will also allow them to open up and share. That's where connection is, you guys. I'm telling you. Yeah, these surface conversations that people are having, they get old. Where the real juice is, is saying, holy shit. I just experienced the shadow work and this is what I felt. I felt like I was going to throw up. All these feelings of worthiness came up. I didn't feel worth it. This is what happened to my, you know, my marriage and I don't feel worthy. And, or I didn't feel worthy. But what I'm realizing is I'm worth it and that I'm enough. And I also recognized that I was shutting people out because I didn't want to get hurt. But what that does is it doesn't allow anybody in. And that's a miserable way to live. That's where addictions happen. That's where depression, anxiety doesn't work. Because I'm telling you, you may hit a point in your life where it's not working. It's either working or it's not working. Doesn't mean it's right or wrong. But if it's not working, there's something that gets to shift. And I'm telling you, we've all been through pain. We've all been through suffering. We've all been and had something that has rocked our fucking world. But are you dealing with it? Are you allowing yourself to be with it? It's so easy to get so busy and forget about it and just move on to the next thing, move on to the next thing. Don't feel, don't express your emotions. Go do this, go do, no, no, fuck that. That's no way to live. I'm telling you, it's so powerful being able to do that shadow work. I do a, I use an app called Insight Timer. And there's a lady on there called Sarah Blondin. And I followed her 10-day meditation course. And it just teaches you how to meditate. And I know a lot of people are like, I don't know how to meditate. I can't shut my brain off. But know that meditating um, in your thoughts or when you're meditating and when you have a lot of thoughts, that's part of it, Right. It's part of it. So, um, but just allowing yourself to focus on something on a voice or on a noise. Um, it's, it's really, you know, helping you focus on something else other than 
you know, just your normal day routine or your thoughts, right? It's kind of disconnecting yourself from that. And so, so there's this book I'm reading right now. It's called The Completion Process. And she talks about how we should not confuse completion with finished. So each time you reach a new level of enlightenment, there's always more expansion on the horizon. So she says there's no such thing as an enlightened retirement and that the great beauty of our lives is, is that we never truly are finished or we are never truly in a finished state. So she says, don't be discouraged by the fact that uncovering our true selves is a continual process, a process that has no end. Once you begin to uncover yourself, you will find that you are born with freedom. You are born with integrity. You are born with joy and you are born with love. You've simply been conditioned to forget all these gifts. And it's so, it, this book is just absolutely fascinating. And it's just interesting because we are, you know, when we, we get enlightened, when we start waking up, when, you know, we have all these new insights, it's, it's a continual process, right? It's never ending. I think sometimes people think that once I get to the top of the mountain, I'll be happy. Once I do this, I'll be happy. Once I find a boyfriend or a husband or I have kids or I get this job or I learn this new way of being about myself, I'll be happy. I'll be complete. Um, no, there's never, ever going to be an end to it. It's just you keep expanding more and more and more. And the more you do that, the more in tune you're going to be every time you get enlightened, right? You're just going to continue to, to, to gain more access to more enlightenment and more freedom. And, you know, I think that people kind of sometimes wonder why they're not fulfilled in life. And you have to ask yourself, am I shutting off pain that I've experienced? Or am I really allowing myself to walk through it and deal with it? Something to ask yourself, right? So you guys, this is all I have to share for today. And I hope you found this valuable and insightful. And if you wouldn't mind going over to Apple podcast and write a written review and give me a five-star rating and also share this with your friends and family. And when you do all that, it gets, gets me into higher ratings so more it can get to more listeners. And so I'm really out to make a difference for all those in the world. And so I would love it if you would do that. And also, if you want my book, you can go to www.micabruin.co and order the book on there. And I love you all so, so much. And I hope you have the most amazing week.